You're listening to The Thrive Podcast with your host, Kathleen Drennan, corporate executive turned creative entrepreneur. Listen in as Kathleen shares all the things about marketing, money, and managing your mindset. She'll provide you with the tools and templates you can use today to help grow your business and move one step closer to creating your best life. Ladies, you got this. Okay, kids, here we are answering more listener questions. This week, I am diving deep into marketing and advertising tactics to help you attract more customers. Here is the listener question. What is the best way to get myself out there? I thought it might be super handy for you if I pulled together my top 10 tips that are either low cost, no cost, or absolute must-haves in terms of how you market your business, how you attract more of the right kinds of clients, and grow your floral design business. I am rudely interrupting myself with myself to remind you guys that registration is open for our April retreat. Join me here in the beautiful Southern Highlands of Australia between the 7th and the 10th in April of 2020. If you have ever dreamed of spending four fun-filled flower days learning all about business, foam-free floristry, playing with an abundance of blooms, and I mean abundance, like more flowers than your little heart can ever imagine. We will drink rosé, probably have a gin and tonic if you are so inclined. I am going to teach you guys all about the ins and outs of dyeing your own silk ribbons, and we're going to have two styled shoots happening over that period of time. I am limiting space to just 10 other flower fairies, and I guarantee you there will be flower fairies from all around the world. So we, together, can explore your floral design style, you can get all of my tips and tricks and infinitely practical how-to in terms of branding, sales, attracting more of the right customers, and building a profitable flower business. I am inviting one of my favorite photographers to be with us so we can set up two full-on styled shoots. You can get a refreshed headshot. All of the good things are going to be happening. Every one of you that comes is going to be getting dedicated one-on-one time with me so that you can get the undivided attention that you want. Whether you've been to formal flower school, whether you have five, ten years of experience, if you're self-taught, if you've been to every workshop under the sun, this one is going to be a bit different. We are going to be talking about the beautiful marriage between flowers and business, and I would so love to have you join me here in the Highlands. If you are at all interested, if you are feeling called to take on this little adventure, Simply click the link in the show notes and you'll be taken directly to the info page or send me a DM on the Instagram, send me an email and I can pass on all the information to you. As always, if you have any questions, let me know. I would love 
to see you there, my friends. Now, back to the show. Rock and roll. Let's get to it. Let's jump right into tip number one. How do I get myself out there? Hands down, your number one resource is going to be your website. And I know this can feel like a completely overwhelming proposition. However, I want you to know that it is the furthest thing from rocket science you will ever encounter. There is literally no excuse why you don't have a website up and running. With the world of Squarespace, Wix, WordPress, Shopify, you can literally, and I am not even kidding, you can literally build a website in a day. You can do it in a week, you can do it in a month. There is going to be so much chatter chatter and negative commentary going on in your head in terms of you wanting it to be perfect that is going to prevent you from hitting live, but Remember, you can so easily take an existing template off of the shelf, put in a little bit of content about yourself and hit go. And the single most important thing I want you to remember about your website is that it is always, and I mean always, a work in progress. There is no point in thinking that I am going to work for the next six months to get my website sorted and then I'm going to put it up online and never think about it again. Wrong! I want you to adopt an iterative approach to your website. Even if you decide to start out, you have one page, it has a feature image, it has four lines of copy and it has a contact me button. Perfect. I want you to adopt the mentality that it is a perpetual work in progress. It does not need to be anywhere near perfect. In fact, I can guarantee you that there will always, literally there will always be something that you want to change, adopt, migrate, because your website is going to be a direct reflection of your business. And if I have learned nothing over the last five years, your business, it's constantly evolving. Therefore, your website will constantly evolve. So, I want you to jump in, pick out your favorite template, put in your images, add your copy, make sure your contact me section is super clear, and hit live. And then, following on from that, I want you to spend an hour on your website every single week. It is hands down your most powerful marketing tool because you can build in so much content. It can become an evergreen sales machine for you if you understand how to pull the content together and know that it's simply a matter of building one puzzle piece on top of the next puzzle piece on top of the next puzzle piece. And if you're sitting there giving me the excuse of, oh, I don't have any photos, I haven't sorted that bit out, wah, 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 there is this entire incredible, fabulous world of stock photos. It does not need to be the end-all, be-all of all of God's gift to websites. It does not need to be anything as close to that at all. You can go to 
any sort of stock market image library, find some beautiful, soft visuals of florals, floral textures that evoke a certain mood, that evoke the vibe that you're looking for, and get a website built in a day. And I highly recommend, I cannot even reinforce this enough, that I want you to hit live on your website and make a plan to continue to evolve the content, add more pages, refine the customer experience every single week that your business is operating. Your website can literally be working on your behalf while you're sleeping, while you're out setting up for an event, while you're working a second job, while you're in the shop on the phone with another customer. Literally, it can act like a whole other sales force if you put the time and energy into it. So no more excuses, my friends. Your website is your number one priority in terms of your marketing of your business. And I will repeat it one more time in case you're not paying attention. <laughs> in case you're there, peeling all the roses, stripping all the thorns, making a wreath for your bestie. Your website is a perpetual work in progress. So do not adopt the mindset that I need to get it perfect and then I'll hit send. Wrong. You need to get it good enough and then you need to have a plan for how you're going to evolve it. Okay, so clearly I feel passionate about that subject. Tip number two, and this is very closely related, the whole world of search engine optimization. Your website is pretty much no good to anyone. All of those blood, sweat, and tears that you've poured into that website to make it as close to perfection as your wee little heart can imagine is useless if you cannot be found on the Googles. 96% of the people in the English-speaking world use Google as their primary search engine. Do a little bit of research. Go to YouTube, type in to the Googles, ironically, how to optimize my website for search engine optimization. And in fact, I have a super handy little video over on the YouTube channel that gives you a few handy go-to tips in terms of optimizing your website for search engine optimization. My one tip that I will reiterate here that I talk a lot about over on the tubes for you is the fact that your website is no longer set up in terms of a front page and then pages within your website. There used to be a time back when I used to work in fancy pants corporate marketing world where you used to have a very distinct home page and then you used to have subsequent pages which visually sat behind the home page. No longer is that necessarily the case with the power of the Google algorithm. It is very possible that people actually land on your website on a page that has nothing to do with your home page. So make sure that when you are making your plan to ever evolve your website, that you're thinking about how somebody could land on your website from a random page, but they were actually looking for wedding flowers. Make sure that your navigation, your page layout, your whole customer experience is set up to take advantage of people coming into your website from a totally random door. It's a little bit like having a house with 27 doors on it. 
you need to make sure that if they come through door 22, door 14, or door 56, that they can easily then find what they are looking for. We will talk much more about search engine optimization over the coming weeks, but I want you to keep it on your radar because it is so incredibly powerful. This is particularly true if you are a wedding and events florist, if you are looking to focus in on workshops, or if you're looking to do daily flower deliveries, which is pretty much the vast majority <laughs> of everyone. Every one of you has some component in terms of wedding and events, everyday flower deliveries, or doing workshops. Those are the three customer groups that are going to focus in on the Googles the most. So make sure your website is your priority in terms of your marketing and make sure you are understanding, learning and adopting best practice search engine optimization principles. Tip number three, Google Maps listing. Did you know whether you have a physical retail shop that customers can walk into or you work from home in your own studio where you don't want a customer to ever find you, that you can have a business listing on Google Maps. If you don't have a physical retail shop, there is literally a checkbox that you can click on Google Maps that says, I do not actually serve customers here, but I do serve customers within X, Y, Z kilometers or miles. The people at the Google have made it so easy for us to participate and play the Google game. Could you imagine if your business ranked highly when somebody actually searched on the Google, how many more inquiries and leads you would actually get? Now, Google will never confirm this, but I would be pretty much willing to guarantee my life a million dollars and that and the million dollars in the future that your search engine optimization will be positively influenced by the fact that you do have a Google Maps listing. How you get a Google Maps listing is, this is free, you go onto the Google and you type in Google My Business. They literally walk you through step by step by step how to set up your Google business listing. And what's super fun for those of us who love data and love information and love to understand where our leads are coming from, Google will send you a snapshot every single month of how many people clicked on your business listing, how many people called the phone number associated with your business listing, where you ended up in terms of overall search results for your business listing. So it gives you some super helpful analytics in terms of how people are using your business listing and how their behavior is evolving over time. It's super handy. And you know what guys? Is free. Is free. <laughs> you can literally go in, sign up, you can put photos in there, you can set your hours of operation, you can set the link to your website, you can set the link to your phone number. It's so good that if you don't have a Google business listing, I want you to literally hit pause right now. I will wait for you to hit pause. Go onto the Googles and type in Google business listing and start the process. And then you can come back and pick up where we left off. So tip number three, Google Maps listing.
Tip number four, good old Instagram. And remember, it is very likely you are going to attract different people on Instagram stories than you do on your feed. In today's day and age of beautiful floral design, your Instagram feed is one of the best ways to demonstrate your street cred, to show that you are busy, to show people what they are able to actually buy from you, to provide social proof of the work that you have been doing, and to proactively engage your future clients to build a relationship with them before they even actively contact you. Being able to tap into the Instagram feed and curate the specific images on your Instagram feed is such an incredible way to be able to showcase your entire portfolio. It is literally like being able to curate your own collage of images and the users are so used to being able to look at a mixture of images that you can put so much time and energy into specifically curating it to create a specific vibe, to showcase a specific kind of work and to connect with a certain kind of customer. It is outrageous. Instagram is so incredibly powerful. Of course, it's about understanding how to use it, how to tell your corporate story, how to bring your brand to life, and how to connect with your potential clients. But I want you to remember, it is all just one big giant experiment. Because the trick with Instagram is that you can always go in with your feed, and you can always archive, and you can always delete posts. There is no shame Zero shame. In fact, I highly encourage you to remember and adopt the fact that Instagram is a marketing tool. It's a highly addictive, dopamine-seeking marketing tool, but it is a marketing tool. I want you to put your best foot forward. I want you to tell your story, and I want you to put energy and time into curating your Instagram feed. Because when potential clients and customers land on your feed, I want you to feel like it is a representation of your best self. And I also want you to remember that you, as the owner of this business, showing up in your Instagram feed is what is going to create the authenticity. Instead of hiding behind the camera, instead of presenting yourself like some sort of generic corporate business, I want you to literally plaster your face all over that Instagram feed like you've never done before. And I also want you to practice the idea of showing up on Instagram stories. Literally do the weirdo thing, stand there, talk to your phone, pretend like you're talking to your bestie or your mother or your little sister and talk into the camera and you will build a connection with your potential customers and clients like nowhere else. So show up on your Instagram feed, show up on your stories. And remember, your customers who watch your stories may actually be different to those who flip through your feed. So you can actually reach more customers by actively using both outlets. There are potential clients who only ever watch stories. There are potential clients who only ever flip through the feed. Right? Don't rely on the fact that there are people who may do both because you can actually expand your reach, connect with more people if you're proactively managing your feed as well as engaging with and appearing on stories. Tip number five, Instagram 
hashtags. You have an opportunity with every single picture that you put on your Instagram feed to include up to 30 hashtags. Use them. Remember, particularly if you're doing weddings, events, and workshops, your customers, your clients might actually be on Instagram looking for Christmas wreath workshop. Wedding flowers, insert your city. Table arrangements, insert your city. Right? It is very possible that new customers are actually looking for a floral designer on Instagram using and searching from hashtags. Use that to your advantage. Same thing goes if you're doing everyday flower deliveries, right? If somebody is looking for a Chicago florist and they're based in San Diego, it's very possible that your ideal client is hanging out on Instagram and instead of going to the Google first, they're going to the Instagram first and they're thinking, I'm going to search hashtags Chicago florist. This is why it's worth investing time and energy in thinking about the hashtag strategy that you're using for your business. So tip number five is incorporating and adopting 30 hashtags with every post that you have on your feed. Tip number six, still sticking with the Instagram world. Tip number six, geotags. Every time you post a picture on your Instagram feed, every time you post a story on your Instagram stories, you can literally tag it and include the location. This is particularly helpful if you're focusing in on weddings because you can actually tag a photo a specific location so that when potential clients are doing their site visits and they go to that location and they search on Instagram by that location tag, your photos appear. It's magical. Then they land on your feed, they flip through your portfolio, and they click the little button that says, contact me. Oh, isn't that magical? It's just magical. So don't underestimate the power of actually geotagging your photos on Instagram. Tip number seven, good old Facebook. When it comes to Facebook, if you are choosing to use Facebook for your marketing, you will have the option of having a Facebook post. You can create Facebook events. You could even start to create and manage and curate a Facebook group. There are so many different ways to use Facebook to connect, connect with your ideal client that it is absolutely worth investigating. So remember on Facebook, it could be a Facebook post. It could be a Facebook event, or you could actually consider creating a group on Facebook. Tip number eight, getting into the world of actually paying for advertising. If you are focused in on everyday flower deliveries, I cannot tell you enough the power and the return on investment that you can get from Google AdWords, because it is very common I do not have a statistic I can throw at you, but I can tell you purely 100% by gut instinct, the majority of people who are looking for everyday flowers are going to be turning to the Googles and they're going to be typing in Chicago florist or Chicago flower delivery, New York florist, New York flower delivery, Calgary florist, Calgary flower delivery. 
If you want to, you can be paying Google so that you can create an ad that sits at the very, very, very top of that page so that you are the first search result that customers find. They click on the ad, they land on your website. You have taken my advice and you've created a catalog on your website and they have ordered and you haven't even gotten out of bed. Fucking genius, people. It is so good. So particularly if you are focused in on everyday flower deliveries, give some serious consideration to investing in Google AdWords. Number nine, Facebook display ads. Facebook is an incredibly powerful advertising avenue. It is so powerful because you can be so specific and so targeted in terms of who you are marketing to. You can literally market to people who are within a specific footprint, a specific demographic age, they work in a specific place, they have specific interests, they have just changed their setting to engaged, they are interested in weddings, photography, floral design, pretty things, art, graphic design, like literally the drop-down menu of the things that they are interested in is crazy. Then you can create your ad and you set a budget per day. And that budget can be like $5 a day, $10 a day, $20 a day. You can set it for five days, 10 days, 100,000 days. The fact that Facebook is so targeted is what makes its return on investment so massive. If you are looking for a way to increase the leads, increase the inquiries to your websites for workshops, weddings and events, Facebook advertising is an absolutely brilliant avenue to consider. And tip number 10, which is very much related to the Facebook display advertising is Instagram story ads or Instagram feed ads. Because Instagram and Facebook are owned by the same peoples, thank you Mark Zuckerberg, you actually set your Instagram ads up through Facebook, but you can actually set it up so that your ads only appear in an Instagram story or through the Instagram feed. It is so worth investigating if you are looking for a very cost-effective, incredibly targeted advertising outlet. One of the best things about Facebook and Instagram advertising is just how specific you can get. Because you can actually go in and target people within a very particular geographic footprint. Which means that if you're spending 5, 10, 15, 20, 100, 200, 300, a bajillion dollars on advertising, you know it's going to go towards the people who are in the footprint that you want to focus in on. It's not going to become this complete like sea of nothingness because you've put it out into the world. And even though a million eyeballs might see it, 999,999 of those people may not even be in the right footprint for you. So one of the things to remember is that floral design is very specific to the footprint that you operate within. So any marketing efforts that you put out there need to align with the people who are looking for the services in your area. 
We are not necessarily selling services to other people halfway around the world. So me advertising to somebody in Chicago about being able to set up for a wedding or event is completely useless, right? Versus me taking that money, investing it in an ad on Facebook or Instagram is highly effective because I can target people within a specific geographic footprint. Yeah? Yeah. Recapping super fast. Top 10 tips. One, your website. I don't even want to get started as to why this is so important. Just take my word on it. Your website is your single most important and powerful marketing tool. And I know hundreds of you are not hitting live on your website. So do me a favor, hit live on your website and then make a plan for how you're going to revise and adopt and change the content on there because it needs to perpetually change over time. Number two, getting comfortable with understanding, managing the principles of search engine optimization so that that website that you have worked so tirelessly on to build gets found on the Googles. Tip number three, go out there and create yourself a Google Maps listing. It does not matter whether you have a physical retail location or not. Get yourself on the Google Maps. Tip number four is focusing in on Instagram stories and or Instagram feed. Tip number five, make sure you are using and incorporating and adopting and understanding which hashtags your customers are searching and then incorporate that on your imagery. Tip number six, geotagging your photos on Instagram because particularly if you're focused in on weddings and events, you can geotag images to specific locations. So that when your future clients are doing their site visits at those locations, your images appear. Whoa! Tip number seven, Facebook. So it could be a Facebook post, it could be Facebook events, it could be Facebook groups. Thinking about using Facebook to attract your ideal clients and tell your business story. Putting your offer out there to the world. Tip number eight, Google AdWords. Particularly if you're focused in on everyday flower deliveries, this is where you want to spend your advertising dollars. Tip number nine, Facebook display ads. So good if you need to target a specific group of people within a specific location for a specific interest. Tip number 10, looking at Instagram story ads and feed ads. Again, super targeted, so therefore super effective. Remember though, that you as the entrepreneur, you as the owner of your business, need to be very aware of how you manage your time and energy. So it's not necessarily true to say that investing your time and energy in all 10 of these outlets is the right thing to do, or is it necessarily the best use of your time? So before you start investing in listing, network directories, all of the people who are coming to you and saying for $500, I'll give you a feature in this thing, do some research into who your ideal client is. And through that process, you will then understand where you need to invest your time and money. Because you cannot, as a one person machine, if you're lucky a two or three person machine, actually actively manage and invest in all 10 of these outlets. If you are in my business masterclass, you will be so familiar with all of these concepts because we have talked very specifically about where and when and how to think about all 10 of these pieces. 
If you are keen to learn more about all things conquering the business of flowers and you want to be part of the next business masterclass, registration is going to open at the very end of December. Registration will only be open for a week because the first live training session happens on the 7th of January. So mark your calendar. Registration is going to open at the very end of December. First live training will be the first week of January. We are revamping the masterclass so that there are going to be six distinct modules that we focus in on. We're going to talk very specifically around pricing, very specifically and tactically around branding, how you can separate yourself from the competition, how you can go in and hone and focus in and create the brand that you've always dreamed of, the process of identifying your ideal client, and we are going to be spending two full weeks talking about the art and skill of sales and I am going to literally hand over to you my greatest secret weapon in terms of conquering all things sales it is so good so registration will open at the end of December the first live training will then be on Tuesday the 7th of January the way that the course works is that you will be able to sign up you will get immediate access to my closed for Florist Community, which is filled with all of my previous students who I love, who are such beautiful flower fairies, you will die, based all over the world. So you get immediate access to that community and all of the content that sits in there. Plus, you get immediate access to a complete series of videos that are going to go with each one of those modules. So we'll have a whole series of videos around pricing, around branding, about your ideal client, around sales. It's going to be so good. And then, in addition to all of that, we are hosting a live training session every Tuesday in Australia. It'll be hosted at two different times on the Tuesday, which means that no matter where you are, one of the two times will suit your schedule. Plus, we'll always have the replay up, should you wish to watch the replay instead. And then, in addition to the live training, the online community, and the video library, we are going to be hosting a live Q&A with me on the Thursday. And again, that will happen at two different times. And you can literally jump in with me and ask me any question. We can workshop any scenario. We can talk through your website. We can sort through your pricing. We can figure out and talk about design mechanics. Literally one-on-one -on -one time with me. So that is going to roll out. Registration is going to open on the 29th of December. First course, first live training is that first week of January. I'm so freaking excited. I cannot even begin to tell you because this is everything that I wish existed five years ago. But I also know and I'm incredibly grateful for the journey that I have been through because then I get to package it up and share it with you guys so that you don't need to worry about it. You don't need to struggle through all of the things because I am just going to share it all with you. So if you're interested, if you want to be a part of it, if you want to jump on the bandwagon, go to fourflorists.com. Link will be in the show notes. And you can join the waitlist. And then you'll be the first to know when registration opens. 
And friends, I hope you have the most beautiful day. If anyone sees a unicorn, please let me know. Please tag me on Instagram because that would be absolutely bloody miraculous. And I will talk to y'all later.